Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the sexiest show on earth, The Coffin Joe Cast, featuring your hosts, Killer Wilbur and Joel. Sit back, relax, and don't touch the co-host. They might bite. G'day, and welcome to The Coffin Joe Cast. I am Killer Wilbur. Yeah! I'm Joel. And our third co-host this week is a, a fan of podcasting. It's J-Rob. Hi, Jay. How's everybody doing? We're well, doing all right. Good um, Lord, it's been a long time, J-Rob. Oh, too long. So, before we get into our regular question with J-Rob, I think it's uh, poignant that we mention that, uh, unfortunately, we've lost another person out of the greater podcasting community. I'm pretty sure everyone would know by now that um, Jeff Michael Weiss passed away last week. Um, his uh, memorial was uh, today, if you're in America, but yesterday, my time. But yes, so um, not that I knew the guy personally. I only knew him through Mediocre Show with his movie reviews, but I know he affected a lot of people in this greater community we call podcasting, and there's a lot of people very sad at the moment, which makes me even sad too for, you know... The loss of Jeff Michael Weiss, plus the the pain a lot of people are going through. So, thought we'd bring up, mention that because I thought it was the right thing to do. Um, Joel, you. Well, I mean, it just amazes me the the outpouring of support. I mean, you see a lot of people putting up um, the ribbon on their, um, as their you know their profile picture, and there's been a huge outpouring of, uh, just. It's amazing to watch, and it's it's spreading across, and it's been kind of a crawl, but then now it's just caught fire, and it's huge. Um, and uh, you know, like you said, I I really didn't know him at all, but I feel like I'm you know a kindred spirits of sort because you know I grew up with asthma, um, never had it nearly as bad as as he had, but um, being a fellow movie fanatic and comic book lover in general, geek in, in general, uh, in all the ways, you know, I can't help but feel connected um and so you know of course being a podcaster and um part of that community i want to show my support too so yeah i think it's appropriate that we say something i'm I'm pretty sure a few of our listeners know about jeff michael vice so they would have heard everything um for others that didn't know he was a movie movie reviewer um with a certain newspaper i won't mention because he when he got fired he never wanted to mention that newspaper but he was on a podcast called the geek show podcast and uh, also did movie reviews for uh, MSN um, and he had his own video show with his good friend Jimmy Martin which was uh, now it's just block I've just had a mental block on it but yeah so it's it's a sad day as Joel mentioned it was asthma that got it that he had a major asthma attack and then had heart failure um, he was pretty young 48 which is still young but yeah, it's to see how it affected everyone in this podcasting community. It just shows you what the community's, you know, how close this community is. We call it the podcast community. So, cheers to you, Jeff. I know you're a really nice bloke. Everyone always says nice things about you. So, all right, another sad Did, part for our show again. But you know, what were you going to say, Joe? I didn't. I didn't know if J. Rob, were you familiar at all, or? Uh, vaguely familiar. I've been uh, every now and then, basically when I remember and have the time, I'll download the mediocre show, and I've heard a few of his reviews on there. Yeah, 
I I, I loved his reviews because he was no bullshit. You know, he didn't just yeah. just say a movie sucked. He'd say, look, this had its bad points, but you know, it's a movie. You go and enjoy a movie for it's for the sake of enjoying a movie. Exactly. But, and he always took his reviews genuinely. Like, right, if there was a movie, I thought maybe I wouldn't like it, and he said, well, it's pretty good. You'll enjoy this part, this part, and that. I'd always check out the movie, and, but yes, just a sad loss, really sad. Um, sorry to bring the show down the beginning, but we wanted to to make sure we paid our respects and just put it out there. Um, but you know, one of the the side effects that I saw of it that I think to me kind of was ultimately an important thing to take away from it all is that um, I was watching Sid. Um, and her updates and she commented that at least her and three or four other people had kind of started taking their, their own personal asthma much more seriously because of this. And, you know, if it ultimately, even if it's just those four people that's changed and potentially is, has their lives saved because of it. I mean, it doesn't make it better, but it shows that there's still something good coming out of something so terrible. And the other good part was he was a a organ donor and, Someone's already got his heart, and from what I read today, most of his organs have already been uh, given to people. So he, he he still lives on. Exactly. So exactly. That shows you what a, such a nice guy he was. You know, even in death, he can still. Anyway, uh, you know, it's hard for me to talk about this stuff, Joel, because of what I do for a living. But yes, I. Yeah. It makes it hard. So didn't want to bring everyone down at the beginning of the show, but I thought we should just bring that up and. Uh, Hey, oh respects. well, then we'll just uh, we'll do this. We'll say uh, dick fart boobs, um, boobies, ass cheeks, uh, boners everywhere. Yep. There you go. All right. So <laughs> moving on. <laughs> moving on. All right, <clears throat> J Rob. We have a question yes. we ask our third co-hosts each show. It's a podcast question, and uh, I know you don't do a podcast, but what got you into podcasting as a listener? Uh-huh. I think I started on the boat back in around uh, 2008 time frame, like right around the first year the Alpha Show took off. And uh, a lot of times it was casual listening, calling every now and then, uh, became good friends with Mike, with Joel. And uh, after a while, Mike took a brief hiatus, so I started, Sea Monkey and I took over his uh, Monday snacks. And things, kind of, things went up from there. Things were really good. Uh, the show kind of sealed off faded off, ended, and from there uh, ended up just getting wrapped up in life, and since then, whenever I can, I'll try and tune in on Mediocre. Uh, back when Unitard just go on, try to tune into that, but more of a backseat role than anything. Oh, yeah. Unitard's is still going. Yeah. He's he's restarted it. Yeah, see how far behind I am? It's, it's insane. <laughs> yeah, but I stole, I stole Joel from Kevin. So ah. he does it once a month, or maybe occasionally he'll throw an extra show in, but it's once a month. Yeah. See, what's funny is Killer can't help but bring that up, though. It seems like he's rubbing it in his face, kind of. Fuck, I know I am. Like, fuck <laughs> you, <It's>, yeah. <laughs> it's funny, but the funny part is, is I came to Killer. It's not the other way around. You know, I came to him, and, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm true to my word. You know, if I'm going to be your guy, I'm your guy, Killer. That's right. I am your guy. That's why I do so, this every week, make sure. Even though today was like maybe it's not going to happen, I I wanted it to happen. We got to keep this thing going. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, Kevin was our guest last week, so I hope people enjoyed that. It was a bit of a f- it kind of 
<laughs> yeah, it kind of turned into the, the unitard's light, but that's all right. That's yeah, just that's, Kevin. That's, that's we kidding. love Kevin for it. Um, well, you know, I think it's funny, actually. J-Rob just reminded me right before the show that uh, he's kind of famous on The Awful Show for a story he told. And just to show exactly how much reach, I guess, The Awful Show had and uh, other shows since then, would you mind telling that story you just told me? Oh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, the this story, which really just took off, it, <laughs> shit, I did that about five years ago. And uh, TLDR, basically a story of how I got my wang stuck in a friggin' fudge jar trying to get it out with my wife. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Fast forward to last year, we I had, who is now a former co-worker, uh, things didn't quite work out. Uh, however, this didn't have anything to do with it. She had looked over my personal portfolio site, which the domain's jrob.me, commenting on how she liked the layout, like my previous projects, blah, 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 and then it devolved into, so uh, what's up with the name jrob? So I explained the basics of that, and she stopped, she, she stopped me. She's like, have you ever done podcasts? <laughs> like, a little bit, dabble here and there. And she stops, looks at me, wait, you're the guy that got your dick stuck in that fudge jar, aren't you? <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I'll never, ever fucking live that down. Be careful what you say. Worth it, though. It's yes. recorded. Worth it's it, though. <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't realize it was a female that told you that. That makes it even better. And yes. <laughs> I think the only person who has a story worse than that to live down is Kevin and the baby ad. I think that's the only one that might be a little worse. Yeah. And he's still living that one down. And he still swears, you know, how difficult it was to get it on with that. But we all know better. Yeah. yeah, well, maybe my story from the awful show with someone coming from America to visit me—that's another infamous story yeah. in awful. That's show not history. so much comical as it is uncomfortable. Just yeah, awkward. Awkward. How do you think I felt <laughs> at at the time or now? Both. Oh, not now. I don't care about it now. It's it's a great story. I I love I, the story. Not that I'm going to recount it because just to pay you know just to respect that person. Not right, didn't really but want to, but you know, we I mean. all know those of us who are in that community we, know. Yes, everyone yeah. knows. Most people know. But, but it was twice. It wasn't just once. That's what I said. It, she had arranged to come down um, around June or July, I think it was July, and decided to come down two months earlier. So she was pretty enamored. Is that the word? Yeah. Infatuated with me. Lustful. <laughs> Lustful. Yes. See, this is what my voice does to women. American women. Oh, yeah. I'm a and dirty, some dirty American boy. men. Yes. Oh, yeah. Thank, mm -hmm. Thank you very much. <laughs> There's a, well, a obligatory didgeridoo sound for the show. <laughs> that's the sound of your penis in the wind. This is, the, I mean, the, the two sexiest voices in podcasting right here. Oh, yeah. So. And then the awkward Jew sitting in the third seat. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we got a counterbalance, you know. Yes. So you say All you right. don't listen to much podcasts anymore, Jay? Don't have a chance. No, sadly, not much of a chance lately. I'm trying to trying to rectify that. Trying to get claim back my own time. Yeah. So uh, we'll see how that goes. Well, you can find us on iTunes if you need to. You know, the Coffin Joe Cast. Yeah. I found the TalkShoe link as well. So, I mean, TalkShoe was my go-to before, just out of convenience well, and out of my hatred for Apple. Well, that's fine. Use TalkShoe. 
Yep. That's why I use it. That's why I have it up and running there because I know people have their preferences. I mean, not everybody can have a uh, what a Zoom like Kevin, but you know, then again, we're not from 1994 and living in Canada. But um, <laughs> so, if you're not familiar with the show, then this should make this interesting because last week we had a breakthrough because we've been working really hard. And, and again, there's Kill and I literally walk into the show with nothing. We come in with a a list of upcoming guests potentially. I can I have a couple of stupid questions, maybe two, three on the on the fly, and then one thing that we always have to do, which is I'm trying to get Killer to be able to speak in an American accent, and once he masters it, then maybe we'll start working on my Australian. But in the meantime, we have one sentence that we're trying to get him to say, which is I can't speak in an American accent. I'm going to say can now. Now don't don't do the cannot this time yet. I want you to do the original. I can't speak in an American accent because he sounds just like the Mandarin from Iron Man three. Jesus. And we're trying really hard to break that. Now, last week, Kevin gave him a tip that he actually sounded pretty good. So after you listen to him do it the old way, the Kevin way, maybe you have any more, more tips because I, I want to see this happen. So, all right, Killa, you're on deck, buddy. Okay, here we go. I cannot speak. No, I can't speak an American accent. So I already got it. Okay. So cannot in my head. Cannot. I'm drinking that in right now. Do it with the cannot. I cannot speak an American accent. (laughs) It's the word accent that's got the accent, which is ironic. Yeah. (laughs) Not in an Alanis Morissette kind of way, but still. Speaking of that, did you see we got an email in reference to that? Oh, yeah. I'll have to uh, grab that here while J-Rob's thinking about some suggestions for us. All right. J-Rob, help me. I need help. I, I... I... Who <laughs> speak Jewish? <laughs> Shalom. Yeah, the the first go, well, the late the latter go kind of had a nice little southern twang to it. You might be able to play off on that's, that. So that's what uh, I'm working towards. The best I can do is probably try to do southern. Yeah, that's that's probably the most fitting. Because that's only what I call an American accent. I can pick up if you know what I mean. Listening to you, listening to Joel, I don't pick up an mm-hmm. any accent. Maybe it's because right. all the years of listening to podcasts, it's like I never noticed I had an accent till I heard my own voice on a voicemail or when I called into a show against right. the American accent. And I'm like, oh shit, I do have an Australian accent. <laughs> <laughs> How do you not know this? Because I, I live I in know. Australia like with Australians. That's why. I, I guess so. You guys are all sitting around, oi, what are they talking about? You know, oi, when, I do, when I'm by myself, I, I, I do a pretty good Australian accent, but as soon as I get on the show, it's, it goes to hell. It's terrible. Yeah. As I say, it's funny. I'll be at work and it just pop in my head, right? Practice my American accent, so I'll just say it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then I'll get the guys working with me and go, what the f- I can kill us crazy. Well, Graham's crazy. What? He's talking to himself in a weird accent. So, yeah. So I, just for a little immersion, I would go to like YouTube and look up like gun nut videos because those tend to be kind of the demographic that you're looking for. And just listen, drink it in, and then try to spit that back out. Yeah. Nut? Gum nut. Yeah, gun nut. Gun nut. Oh, I'm not familiar with gun nut. I'm feeling Charlie and freaking Cuz Will. They're gun nuts. Kind of like, hey, let's see how many cinder blocks we can shoot through with this 50 BMG. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, shit like that. We've got a few shows, you know, the. Like the swamp people, all those stupid shows that have, you know, yeah, we got them on. 
on TV down here. <laughs> you know. Well, you're just going to get messy then if you start to try and do Cajun twang in Australia, and that's going to get <laughs> hectic. Yeah, it, it'll be a mixture of all all different accents. French, Haitian. That could actually, yeah, that could Russian. actually be a more beautiful thing. That would be that could be fucking hilarious. Either that, it's going to turn into something out of New Jersey. Jesus Christ, we don't need that. No. Blah. What I'm scared of, Joel, is when I actually get get it perfect. That'll be our last ever show. <laughs> No, There'll then no it's my turn. Sh- yeah, all right. And then we switch around getting you to try to do Australian. Right. A, a legitimate one. I mean, I'm getting things down. I understand your ATMs now. I understand the, that you have an Optimus Prime Minister. I understand that, uh, <laughs> you know, that VB stands for Victoria Bitters. I'm getting it, but it's a slow burn, and I'm learning more each week. And every week I get a little bit more kind of right. Australianized. No, I just, uh, just have to correct. It's Victoria Bitter. Not, there's no oh. S. Victoria Bitter. Well, what if you want more than one? Then it's Victoria Bitters, right? Well, that's with a... Yes, fair enough. All right. If there were more than one, <laughs> Australia would find a way to nuke themselves. Now, see, I don't think he knows what you're talking about. Get the beer? Beer. Huh? Beer. It's a beer? Beer. Coffee. Ah. Uh, I was thinking of something else. Never mind. No, Victoria Bitter. Not Foster's. Do not use that F word yeah. on the show. That is a dirty word on the show. You're just drinking your own piss at that rate. No. Unless well, we're talking about like kangaroo piss. <laughs> right. It probably tastes right. better than Foster's. Do people drink that? I don't know. <laughs> if you've got like a choice a between kangaroo piss and Foster's, I think most people huh. choose the kangaroo piss. Here in Australia. Huh. Did did you know that if Killa stands out in the wind and he's got his pants down, it, it does make the sound? Wouldn't be. It's not a joke. Not a joke at all. And it's got the little uh, tribal things on it because he's part Aboriginal, according to him. According to me, it's not according to me. It's according to my birthright. I am Aboriginal. right. It's genetics. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I've uh, never, I've never like seen the paperwork so I'm, that's what I say according to you I believe you don't get me wrong but I don't need no paperwork brother <laughs> <laughs> so we got an email yes. and it, it uh, this one comes to us again from the lovely Mabelina and says hello again boys I just had to write and say that I was super impressed with Killa's accent attempt this week great advice on the cannot versus can't Kevin also, glad to hear the emergency from a few weeks ago ended up all right. Hugs to all involved. Lastly, thank you very much for keeping me entertained. I love listening to you too, and I always seem to learn something new from whoever your third co-host ends up being. I really enjoyed Brian the New York Wine Guy, but then I am too am addicted to coffee and wine, so that episode especially spoke to me. In fact, that reminds me. I have a half full bottle of wine to finish up. Check me out, being all optimistic. Maybellina. Thank you, Maybellina. Thank you, Maybellina. Sorry, Maybe. Sorry, Maybellina. You're going to learn fuck all this week. <laughs> How do you get your dick stuck in a freaking jazz? <laughs> he could teach us about like good website design or something. Probably. Is that what you do, Jay? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I've been doing that for a better part of a decade now. Oh, excellent. Maybe we have to get in contact with you soon. Yeah. We might need a website soon. Good to go. Yeah, I do got to steal back the Unitard site, though. I've got it. It's it's due for freaking um, renewal next month. Maybe I'll just uh, 
redirect it. <laughs> Don't tell Kevin. Yeah. Well, I threatened that to Kevin the other week, didn't I? That's true. I redirect it. All right. Seems like yeah. we've hit a dull spot here. <laughs> oh, it happens every once in a while. Oh, that's the way this show works. Especially Things when we start flow. laughing at each other's jokes. <laughs> we stop well. and think, oh. So, J-Rob, I haven't seen you very active online, unless because of Facebook not showing up your posts. But Yeah. What do you get up to these days? Other than- About 5'11", 6 foot, I think. <laughs> Wait, I don't know. How tall are you? Uh, both. 5'9", 5'10". You look taller on Facebook. Facebook adds a few inches. I yes. think it's the beard. I don't know. He's got a mega beard, man. Yeah, the, the beard's actually as short as it's been in about three or four years. Had a trimming accident. Jeez. I was going over with yeah. I've I was going over with the electric buzzer, and uh, I hear a blood-curdling scream coming from downstairs. So, of course, I turned my head right into the blade and, son of a bitch. So, I managed to rescue it, but I noticed that from then on, I really couldn't focus that well. I started to feel dull and just couldn't finish a sentence. It was like it was like a Samson effect. Once the beard goes away, I turn into a complete fucktard. <laughs> Sorry. You, you were saying you had a trimming Kevin. accent and mentioned downstairs. Yeah, I've had a trimming accent downstairs myself. <laughs> Freaking clip is clipped the freaking nutsack and oh shit! Oh yeah, <laughs> done that. Oh you, you meant literally down, not like oh he meant like downstairs, like physically. You meant downstairs, like yes, on your yep. nut. Wow, had that happen? Yeah, in my case, I was talking. I heard a screaming coming from downstairs. <laughs> I knew what he I was right. Yeah, I wasn't going for the Bin Laden nut beard. No, that, that I'm letting that reach Guinness World Record status. See, and poor Killa, I think, is just jealous because he's... And, and mine, I don't know. I Mine is funky. Sometimes it's there. Sometimes it looks like I'm at the mange. I don't know. I can't seem to get it to work right. I'm trying, though. It's it's about goatee weather, though. And uh, nothing else really ever gets shaved. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I'm not no, I've been finding grease in mine lately, and that's starting to freak me out. Yeah, I'm not I, allowed to grow a beard. Every time it starts getting longer, because I'm lazy with shaving, I get the word from the missus. You need a shave. <laughs> Go shave. So, do, do, do you exchange that for goods and services? Mm. Yeah, I'll shave if dot dot dot, etc. I, I don't know the exchange anything. What the exchange rate is for shaving? I don't know. I, I, I don't need it. Anytime I want it, I get it. So. Shaving? Good. Yes. That's, that's a good thing. I don't like shaving. <laughs> Speaking of which, I need to shave right now, as a matter of fact. But the gray thing, I've been lucky. I haven't found any really in my pubes yet. My chest hair, not so much. But I don't know. I guess anything's better than Kevin, who's been gray since, like, 19. I don't know. Yeah, I'm gray. I am gray ham. Well, you're gray I'm gray ham. But, yeah, my hair goes full on gray. But I dye that. But yeah, in my beard, when it grows, just either side of my chin, I'll get these little two grey patches mm-hmm. are showing up there. But other than that, yeah, no grey pubes yet, or chest hair. Wait, actually, I actually found my died? first one of those the other day. Yes. I that was s- scary. Wait, uh, wait, and you're, you're talking about grey pube? Yeah, I found my first grey pube, like, last week. Ooh, I almost cried. Yeah. 
if, if you don't mind me asking, how old are you? I'll be 30 this year. Oh, Jesus Christ. I know. No, no I'm, I'm turning 41 this year. Joel turns 40, don't you, Joel? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I knew you were younger than us, but I didn't realize that much younger than us. Yeah, I don't look it. I, I just got fisted when it comes to genetics. Yeah, well, I, I don't look my age either. I look younger than I am, but still, I feel 40. I feel 50, actually, with my back aches. Damn, I thought you were older than that, Jay. Damn. I didn't think he was – I mean, I thought maybe just slightly, but not yeah. – Wow, you were just a baby when you were listening to us. Yep. Holy crap. A lot of, hard, we do? A lot of hard living. A lot of hard living just makes us feel so. older. Well, I'm lucky. I'm I'm with a woman that's 10 years younger than me. So I, there you go. I keep him young to keep me young. But yeah, she's older than you. She turns 31 this year. <laughs> Damn. Well, to quote Groucho Marx, you're only as old as the woman you feel. So yep. there you go. Yes. You'll always be younger. Um I, I didn't know you – wait, did we talk about you dyeing your hair before, Kill? I thought that yeah, was natural, that no, sandy brown no, awesomeness. No, we've mentioned it. It's been brought up a couple of times, but, yeah, I've been dyeing it. Not that I'm that vain. I don't mind the gray hair. My missus don't mind the gray hair. She likes it, but uh, just – I started doing it just for the fun of it the first time. I'm like, ah, I look a bit better. So I like it when it's – it starts growing out, and you still get just those little fine bits of grey showing up, not the full head of grey. It's got to that point yet, but and it all comes from my dad. He he started turning grey when he was like 24 or something, and he blamed me. He goes, the day you were born is the day I started turning grey. I'm like, well, that's your fault, not mine. You name me Graham, so... <laughs> we just thought they meant that out of the, left out of the fridge too long or something. No, but yeah, my dad... I think I mentioned his nickname at baseball used to be Silver because his head is just silver. <laughs> it's full of grey. Yeah, oh, yeah, I go grey pretty much unless I dye it. Longer, when the hair grows longer, like when it's, you know, haven't had a haircut when I should, you really see the grey. But then I, I get a nice short haircut and the grey doesn't stand out as much. But to cover that up, I'll, I'll throw a bit of dye into it. But yeah. I wonder if I grew out my hair, if I would have a lot. Can you grow out your hair? Yeah. Well, good I on mean, you. I, I can't. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know what's worse. I don't know if I'd rather have none that grows out or just where, you know, I have to shave it on a regular basis. When I let it grow, I look like I need a windowless van. I can't decide which way to go with it. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I mean, I'm not going to grow it back. Don't get me wrong. Because it just, there's something no. to be said about that. It's your look now. Well, if I see you with hair now, it's going to look weird. Like when I see the old photos of you with hair, it's like, that ain't Joel. (laughs) I just, (laughs) I don't know. I mean, anymore, it's like that video that uh, somebody posted from, uh, I don't know if it was College Humor or Funny Funny or Die, where they had the guy talking about uh, shave your head and grow goatee. That was his, like, business. And it was, you know, he's like, you can either look like this chimo or you can shave your head and grow goatee and look like a badass you know even like the nerdiest guy on the planet shaves his head grows a goatee and he looks tough so you know i don't think i look tough but i mean it's better than having all these weird follicles standing up looking like you know you don't i don't know you don't look tough you look sexy amber waves of grain right well thank you i appreciate that killer but um 
Yeah, I think it's a better look for you too, J. Rob. I think you know it's it's yeah. more becoming. You got a good shaped head like I do. You got lucky. Yeah, good shape, nice symmetry. It works out. I tell you, except I, you've I, got the much manlier beard. <laughs> yeah, at this point, I can't even grow out anymore uh, as far as regular hair because it just doesn't grow on top. That that ship has fucking sailed. I mean, I'll get the sides in the back of, but I got the hairline of like a fifty year old now. See, I still have some remaining ones on top. The back is real, still really thick, but the top is wispy yeah. at best. Yeah, wispy. Yeah, I guess nothing. Yeah. You, yeah, I don't even know where to go with that. Yeah, fist Kill your lucky. genetics. Yeah. <laughs> well, even my grandfather still had pretty much a full head of hair at his older age. It started like the hair itself was thinning, not so much like going balding, but yeah. I've got good genes in that sense. But even my dad, like, he's 65 this year. He's still got the full head of hair, even though it's silver. But, yeah, so I've well, got the genes you know what, for good hair. You, you talk about, you know, getting fisted by genetics. I think what's even worse is I was at a gathering, and I, I won't give any names out to protect the innocent, but I was at a gathering over the last weekend, and there was probably 15, 20 people there. And one of the women that was there, right at my age, maybe just a little bit older and she had thinning hair and that to me has got to be far worse than anything either you or I has ever had to go through J-Rob. Yeah. I mean, it's one thing if we do it, it's expected. Like women are like, Oh yeah, you know, guys lose their hair. It's, it's the way it goes. They go gray, whatever, get distinguished. They get tough, whatever. But girls, it makes them look like, you know, maybe they have some sort of ailment or disease. That's addiction. Right, and and the color it was dyed made it stand out more, in my opinion. Oh god! Yeah, I've so seen that like, before, where somebody will think, "Oh yeah, thinning hair. Let's dye my hair jet black." No, don't do that. Okay, I've never seen that, but I'm just you, imagining it. <laughs> you'd have to get that spray on stuff if you did that. If you wanted to fill yeah. it in or something, <laughs> can of spray paint. <laughs> Oh, shit. Oh. I actually haven't seen that product in years. I do remember that, though. That is hilarious. Spray-on hair. Holy shit. It, 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 it was a thing. I don't know if it still is. Yes. I don't know. Ever since the Slapchat guy went to prison, I don't know if you know they still make that stuff. I don't even yeah. know if he was. He wasn't pitching it, I don't think. But, you know, and Billy Mays passed away, so nobody Billy wants Mays to sell spray-on hair. I think we yeah. just found the show title. <laughs> what? <laughs> spray-on hair. Spray-on hair? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. I'll leave mm-hmm. that to you, Joe. Every week, you come up with great show titles. So that's my specialty. That's yeah. my web design. It's called MS Paint and a Little Imagination. <laughs> if you it's haven't seen the last yes, show that I named, which was that—that that was the awful show finale, where it ended up being named the minivan. Oh, <laughs> uh, um, well, you have to look. I, I saw you just like the the page earlier, so I have to take a look at the the archive of show art. Yeah, I have to critique my work. Yeah, the Betty White with the hot dogs. That that's Dude, hot. That was Kevin's. <laughs> Kevin's show. My my favorite so far is the one with me and uh, Onion Knight in front of um, Green Lantern. 
yeah. It looks better and far away than close up, but it's MS Paint. What are you going to do? Exactly. That is awesome, though. So, so I think we need to take a short break because yep. we started late. So I've got to go run to a couple things real quick. Well, that's fine. Oh, yep. we'll chuck in a song. We don't usually do a mid-show song, but we can do a mid-show song. We'll take a break and we'll be back after this song. And uh, I'm pretty sure everyone's heard this song. It's from the Vines. It's called Get Free. Uh, oh, yeah. Good. Yeah. So I'm gonna there play we go. The, Play this as our mid-show break, and we'll be back after this. J-Lo, Joe. <laughs> not the same. Not the same at all. She did not get a dick stuck in a jar of fudge. Yeah. Alrighty. So, she could have, though, from what I hear. Easily, well, yeah. People assume that, don't they? I think so. <laughs> I don't know where we're going with this. I'm picturing Jennifer Lopez being hung like a moose now. <laughs> Variety. <laughs> Jace just right. cracked himself up. Uh, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> He's his own entertainment. See, that's good. That's good for the show. <laughs> All right. Got some questions, Joe? Uh, yeah. Why not? Why no. not? All right. So this kind of goes back almost to the one I had for when Jackie was on several weeks ago. Slightly different take on it. I know everybody's got to have, and especially, you know, as the four of us are getting older, except for J-Rob, who's just apparently getting younger, um, 
we 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 all got to kind of watch what we eat. We got to be a little bit more health conscious. But if you had to say you had a one guilty pleasure food, what would you say is your biggest guilty pleasure food that you just you can't not say no to? Jerob, uh, what do you go? Beer. Beer. It's not a food. Unless you're talking hey, about Guinness and you need like, a stick of butter. About, I was about to say, yeah. Guinness is a food. It's that thick, isn't it? I mean, like, legitimate, like, uh, something like legit. Something tangible. Something shit out. Yeah. Right. Uh, cheesecake. It's got to really? be cheesecake. Yes. Interesting. Any particular Which kind? Which sucks, because... What's that? Any particular kind? Uh, usually, like, with strawberries and shit. Strawberries and shit. You Just put strawberries shit, and shit. You put shit on your cheesecake. <laughs> yeah, we call it a fudge brownie cheesecake at that point. Aww. <laughs> they, call it, they call it the Copperphagia special. Ew. Yes. <laughs> Gross. No, what were you going to say? What's the problem with it? Are you lactose intolerant or something? No, uh, lately I've been doing a low carb diet, a ketogenic diet. Um, I had actually what? lost about 40 pounds in the past year doing it. And, uh, yeah, anything sugary, anything grainy, fuck off. I can't do that anymore. A ketogenic. A keto. Isn't that one of the co-hosts on The View? <laughs> no? <laughs> I don't know what that means, a ketogenic. Uh, ba- so- bas- basically, uh, it's a diet that's, like, super low in carbohydrates, kind of like the first phase of Atkins for fucking ever. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, bacon, meat green leafy veg, shit like that. And uh, the purpose of it is your body runs on glucose, which it converts and uses for your energy. Uh, When the glucose is gone, your body produces what are called ketones. And basically it burns fat to produce those, and that makes energy for everything. Now, is a ketone anything like a ketar? No, sadly. It, w- it would be a lot more epic if it was. It just made, like, you can get these special sticks to piss on to see if you're in it. Uh, that's the only cool thing it does. That, and it makes your mouth taste metallic. Ooh. Yuck. Yeah. So, so, so does semen. At least that's yeah. what I've heard. Yeah, it depends on what you eat. <laughs> I suppose, yeah, if you're eating a lot of pineapple or citrus, mm-hmm. yeah, I've heard that can change it for sure. So, candy, wait, when. A lot of candy bars and soda, you can make it extra chunky. Oh, you have the whole God. peanut butter variety right there. Oh. Why why am I imagining the, the honey boo boo show now? Like the mom on there. <laughs> it's probably delightful. Oh, um gotta get around that cheese first. She's so got some in her neck folds from three years ago. Oh, and it's probably well preserved. You know, it's like when you get those those sealers at, at Sam's Club yeah. that you buy and it seals it nice and tight and when you open it it burps, you know, it's when you open it up. <laughs> Um, so when's the last time you had cheesecake then? Legitimately? Uh, legitimately about a year and a half ago. Wow. Yeah. Are you just not going to have it anymore? I mean, this is it. This is your lifestyle now. It's basically lifestyle now. Yeah. Cause I don't believe in the word diet. I actually have a, I have an animosity towards that word because diet indicates temporary. Yeah. If you don't change your lifestyle, then you're not going to ever be successful with changing your eating habits. It's not going to happen. Exactly. And I changed my eating habits a long time ago. And granted, when I quit smoking, that went all to hell. But here in the past, like, four years, I've gotten everything back under control and I'm back down to a a good fighting weight. But, you know, I mean, I hate that word. I just hate it. 
so much. It's yeah. like the word bored. I don't like the word bored either. If only boring people get bored. If you're, and that's mean to say, and I don't mean that of everybody, but I mean you know just there's always something to do. Well. Yeah, exactly. So, Killer, what about you? You're skinny as hell. You, yeah, you so I was everything. about to say you talk about diet. Look, I can eat anything I like. This is why I feel sorry for other people. Uh, I can eat I mean, what I like. I don't put on weight. I'm skinny as hell, as you said. Um, maybe I. I'm not a big eater. I I do have my binges, but it just makes me poop more. Which you're not an average American. <laughs> no, nope. I'm 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 not even an He's average Australian fun. either. <laughs> Wait, are there a lot of are there a lot of overweight people in Australia? Yep, there are. Our obesity obesity rate has gone up big time. Yep. See, I, see, there's something new I didn't know because I always imagine, and maybe it's just a stereotype in the movies, but everybody in Australia is felt and and in good shape, and is either an Aborigine that is underdressed and out in the outback, or they're you know really svelte and nice looking and live in the city, but they all you know grab a koala and just chew on it for fun. No, you know, I just no, you got that around the wrong way. Koalas grab you and chew on you. I told you about drop bears. Yeah, I can drop bears, mate. Watch out for them. They're just everywhere. But no, like, I just, I, I'm I'm pretty unusual for um, well, we know most that. people. Oh, I know I'm unusual. I'm Killer Wilbur, and that's why I want to be. I'm a dirty, dirty boy. Um, no, yeah, I I seriously can't put on weight. I was told when I was younger, like, yeah, you're skinny now, but when you hit your twenties, you're going to put on weight like your dad. Never happened. Me and my other brother, the brother that doesn't like me much anymore. <laughs> He's pretty much the same as me, but our youngest brother, um, Corky, Corey, um, yeah, he was short and skinny, a little skinny bloke, but yeah, he he chunked on pretty big. He had to go and start dieting and exercising, but for me, like, eating, I could eat anything I like and it doesn't bother me. But, like, the food, I don't know. I love my steak. Give me a steak, you know, I'll just chow down on drinking meat. Yeah. Nice, nice raw cow. You know, I could eat it raw. Bring in the cow. Mm. I'll start chewing on it. I don't know. <laughs> Speaking I, of which, did you know, J. Rob, that they have Outback Steakhouse in Australia? Oh Jesus Christ! I know of that's, one. I know of that, one. That, that's I'm, a sin. I'm going to have to hop off the bus one day and take a photo for you to prove it. Because I drive when we on the way to work and on the way home, go past this Outback Steakhouse. It's, Goes That's past. Just fucked we up. go past. I yeah. bet they serve fucking Fosters there too. The cunts. If they do, I'm going to blow up the joint. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. But yeah, Allegedly. We, we used to have. Um, I think I mentioned this. We used to have Lone Star Steakhouse saloons here, which was wow. the probably American version of the you know the reverse version. You know what I mean? Yeah. And um, yeah, they used to do line dancing in there, and oh, it was annoying. I went there a couple of times and. The last time I went with the, the brother that doesn't speak to me anymore, we were waiting to get our orders filled and all the freaking waitresses freaking started line dancing. We're standing going, what the hell? We just want to order our food. <laughs> so we had our appetizers and that and we looked at each other and we, went, we had a beer each and we went, you know what? We're leaving. <laughs> we had a nice import. You know, so we got, got whatever appetizer <laughs> and a, a couple of beers and we went like, I, get, I said to him, you you go out in the car park and pretend you're on the phone. I'll go to the toilet and I'll walk back and then we'll just leave. Yeah. So, so we did a runner on him. We were pissed off. It's like, we're hungry. Come and get our order so we can order our steaks. But no, all of a sudden the music plays and all the freaking bloody waitresses and 
Where does it got a freaking line dance? Well, fuck you. That's not a restaurant. Yeah. That's just a fucking. Uh. But so I'm I'm guessing that the um, Outback Steakhouse is just probably the same company rebranding themselves. But pretty much. What uh, is the Outback Steakhouse have the blooming onion over there? Is yeah. That, yeah, yeah, All yeah. Right. I'm definitely I'm mm-hmm. gonna I'm gonna grab Donna one night. And we're gonna go down, and I'll, hey, hey, I'll hey. get some photos or video. We're gonna go do a reconnaissance. Reconnaissance mission, <laughs> and see see how it compares to your outback steakhouse. And if yeah, they've got kookaburra sad. wings and all this shit, oh, I'm gonna yep. blow up. Uh, yeah, they do. You're, you're in for a surprise. And J Rob, did you know that Taco Bell came to Australia and it didn't last? That does not surprise me. It's gone. Yep, they uh, established a restaurant which was. Very close to where I grew up at my parents' place. Yeah, the first ever Taco Bell. Wow. Taco, taco. How, how am I supposed to say, you, Joel? You say taco. I say taco. I say yeah, potato. Taco. You say potato. You say tomato. Yeah, I say J-Rob says it right. Tomato. Either way. So they started this restaurant. Mm. Well, we Taco was, Bell's latest. Well, go ahead. And we thought, oh, I've, I've heard about it, you know. We'll go try it out. It tastes like... Um, McDonald's hamburger bun um, patties minced up. It was revolting. It yeah. was shit. So they tried to probably bring up, uh, bring in some different items just to suit us, and never worked. So they ended up converting it to a dual restaurant with KFC. Wow. Yeah. So that lasted probably twelve months before they just went. Well, Taco Bell's gone. And yeah, it's just a KFC. So that restaurant now is just a KFC. But yeah, they, they started at that restaurant over at, um, in Lakemba, and they started probably three or four elsewhere. No no one enjoyed it. It just tastes yeah. like ground-up McDonald's freaking meat, uh, beef patties fucking in a fucking taco shell. <laughs> it was shit. Yeah. So, yeah, never lasted. Yeah, yeah, their latest abortion now is uh, their fucking breakfast menu. That is the most disgusting thing ever. You've tried it. <laughs> I had it. I had it once. I had it once. Even hungover, I can't stand it. That was bad. Well, there you go. If you can't stand it hungover, there's your freaking. Yeah. There, there it is. That's, it proves it's shit. Like you can eat lit- anything hungover. Test? Yeah, litmus test. <laughs> All right, let's go drink a whole bunch, and then tomorrow we'll go to Taco Bell for breakfast. Yeah. All right. Our favorite food to eat when you're drunk. You have a big night out here, and you've been drinking all night. You go to a kebab stand and get a dirty kebab. Yes, yes. I mean, you eat that when you're sober, and you go, what the fuck would I eat this shit? But when you're freaking half cut, Yeah, just stop by a balty house and have a good old time. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't understand anything you all just said. I know what a kebab is, or a kebab, kebab as they call it here. But. A gyros. Um, they're called gyros? different names. Depends on what country it comes from, but... It's meat with lettuce, cheese, onion, maybe tabbouleh. Depends. You can get a Turkish well, a, kebab, which is probably a flat kebab. Or the kebab's yeah. on a kebab's on a stick. No, gyros is in a in a pita pocket. Like no, well, yes, falafel, whatever you call yes, it. Yes, but yeah, and it's still, lamb meat. Leban, I think oh. it comes from Lebanese. You, they call them yeah. kebabs. It's wrapped in a a pita bread style. Oh, pita, that's something, yeah. Yeah, but they call it Lebanese yeah. bread, but it's a flat bread. Right. Wrapped with meat and, you know, onion, tomato, whatever. Yeah, your choice. Yeah. 
there's different names down here. Depends what restaurant you go to. Depends on what nationality. But yeah, mm-hmm. but there's so many of these kebab joints or euros joints around the city. Where you you come out from a night out drinking, <laughs> oh I'm so hungry, and you you grab grab one of these and you think it's the best tasting thing in the world. <laughs> but if you tried it sober, you'd be like, oh, God. Yeah. That's why they survive. They survive on the drunk people. <laughs> I actually had one last week. Were you out. drunk? Yes, I was. I went, well, not drunk, drunk. You know, I had a few drinks. I went out to comedy. I think I mentioned last week I went. Yeah. 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 After that, we hit George Street in the city. Got a kebab. Oh, it was the best tasting thing in the world at the time. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So guilty pleasure for me. Um I, uh, my go-to food at any given point, I could do it 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 12 days a week, if there were 12 days in a week, which is impossible because math is hard, even with the metric system. Um, fried chicken is is my thing. Like, I can't seem to get enough of it. I, I mean, there's such thing as mediocre to questionable fried chicken, but even that I'll eat. Yeah. I, you know, I mean, and, and like at any given night if I can somehow squeeze it into my daily intake of food without completely screwing up my entire day fried chicken will somehow make it in somewhere somewhere along the way and and here's the thing is you know I'm coming up on 40 in September and I just had a biometric screening done all my levels are fantastic still blood pressure's good my cholesterol's good all that's not even close to you know diabetes or anything like that so I feel like it's okay that I'm getting away with it a little bit but you know Moderation is right. the key in anything you do. Fried chicken. Yeah. Your favorite fried chicken joint then? For me, it's White Fence Farm. Right. It's uh, it's in Colorado it. and in Illinois and nowhere else. All right. Well, uh-huh. I thought you might have said Popeyes. I just want to know about this Popeyes because we don't have it here. We have KFC. Well, yeah, we have Popeyes down in D.C. And it's, uh, it's basically, well... In the D.C. area, it's basically a more rundown version of KFC, but with better spices. Yes. And they give out lots of napkins, like lots. <laughs> yes. oh, don't get me started on that in KFC here in Australia now. You used to be able to get a ton of napkins. Now they hand you one napkin and one wet napkin. Yeah. And expect well, that's going to work with their freaking greasy chicken. I was like, Jesus. Yeah. It, it, it's bad enough to the point where there, there's kind of a running joke. Like, with, with as many napkins as they give out and with their very reasonable prices – uh, of course, Popeyes in DC itself are frequented by quite a few homeless people. They get enough money to get their meal, and they go in there and they get a shit ton of napkins. And the running joke, especially with all of the uh, new development that's going on there, is if you want to find a good neighborhood that's going to be good in a year, don't look for bistro restaurants. Don't look for any of that. Look for a shoebox full of human shit and Popeyes napkins. Oh. You, you start finding out where the incontinent hobos are hanging out. That's where they're going to start putting in the next neighborhood. <laughs> uh, I spent many nights on a toilet because of Popeyes. And granted, yes. don't get me wrong. Out, out of all the fast fried fast food chicken joints that are out there, Popeyes is by far the best. Oh, yeah. But for legitimate, what it does to you, though. Oh, oh yeah, it'll clean you out. It's like Drano, but. I mean, White Fence Farm, they they do theirs in like a pressure fryer thing, so all the, it stays juicy. Whereas, like, I'm from Kansas City, and, and in Kansas City, everybody in Kansas City is like, oh, my God, Stroud's has got the best chicken on the planet, best fried chicken everywhere. I have been there probably four times in my life, and I've never had a good meal there yet. So, it's like they fry it, and then they bake it. 
That, well, that, they, they pan yeah. fry it there. Ugh. Oh God! And they're, they're like, oh, it's all about the pan frying, and then we get the mashed potatoes and the and the Great. and it's all family style. And I'm like, no, it's just garbage. It's garbage. Yeah. That's why you will always be fucking Kansas. <laughs> yeah. And I like I love Kansas City. You know, barbecue's fantastic, but yeah, yeah. no. That's all it's got going for it. And and that but and the, the fried chicken. Well, I'm a Royals fan just by by proxy. I saw the 85 series, so, you know, I was there. Um, but, yeah, no. So, okay, next question then. We're going to switch gears a little bit here because I, I don't know where this, I just, for whatever reason, I was thinking about this earlier. Is there a movie where in the ending you just felt really, really frustrated that you wanted to change it? And if so, how would you have changed it? Don't everybody jump at once. There's there's quite a few where I feel that way. Shit. <laughs> Killer, you're not as much of a movie watcher, so I'm kind of I'm thinking a you big might movie watcher. Stuff. I just have um, problems remembering them. I don't want to put shit on this movie. I loved the, the trilogy, but Matrix Three. Okay. That oh Matrix Two or Three, but yeah, I loved the Matrix and what they did with the next two. I'm still a lover. I'm not one of these people that hate the next two movies. I loved it. For, only because I have a love of the first movie, but yeah. Matrix 3, I think that was... <laughs> they could have done better, but uh, trying to think of other movies, I'm not sure. But would you... You can't just hate on a movie, though, <clears throat> and walk away, hating. in my opinion. you got to have a I'm not some way to it. make it better. I'm not a movie <clears throat> I mean, director or writer. Well, you don't have to be, but what would you change about the story? Or what? I mean, was it the ending? I mean, with, I think we don't need to call spoilers on a movie that's... <laughs> That old at this uh, point. Yeah, I I think they found the easy way out. They could have wrote it better. It's it, it just it was just too easy. You think that the Jesus story was a little bit too simple? Yes, mm-hmm. could have made it a little more complex. Not so much complex, but you know, it it was disappointing. That's all I'm going to say. And they could have left out the rave scene in the second. Oh, one. Oh fucking no. Fucking, I'm not a raver. Fuck that shit. Because <laughs> uh, I agree. I, 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 more for bullet me, time, Matrix, more fighting. That's all I wanted. I loved. I love the Matrix trilogy. I, I'm, I'm a fan. I'm not going to be a a, a a rainy day quarterback, whatever you want to call it. I like all the movies, and I like them all equally. I can watch any one of them at any given moment. I have that ultimate Blu-ray set, and I'm a fan. But I agree. The rave scene could have been dropped. I thought the ending was appropriate. Um, I just thought that something something in the last two got a little lost and I don't know what it is exactly. I'm still having pinpointed. It. I don't know whether it's the CGI got a little too heavy handed or what, but for me, I thought it was one of the more believable um, kind of harder sci-fi where it's not that it's more realistic. Like it's going to happen, but to me, I bought into it a little more and the, the tech that was involved, it was grittier, felt more, what I would expect, you know, like the alien franchise is more like in line with what maybe really would happen versus some of these where they're just, it's like a Stanley Kubrick, you know, super clean bathrooms. And you know what I mean? Like where it's like yeah. the future is clean. I have a feeling it's going to be just as dirty as it is now. It's just going to be higher tech is all. So. Yeah. yeah. Don't think I'm a hater on the matrix. Don't all right. no. trust me. The one, the one big pet peeve of mine for endings, especially in kind of like uh, more action type movies, are when you come to a life and death scene, and they just fucking leave it at that, 
And the best example that I can really summon right now is in Bruges. See, I haven't seen that, that yet. Uh, it, it, it's amazing. You have to see it, but it just it, it ends on that emotional cliffhanger. It's just, okay, what happens now? I mean, honestly, I'd like for them to take take that part of the ending, fast forward in time, and then just show the main the main protagonist just fucking something else up. I mean, to me, that would just be complete closure. Like, yeah, went back to old ways and just completely bungled his job again. Hmm. See, I haven't seen it yet, so I can't speak to it. But I've heard so many yeah. people tell me that I should see it. I just had kind of got an animosity against Colin Farrell after the whole Daredevil debacle that yeah. I really got turned off until I saw Dead Man Down. And I kind of appreciated him again. I started to to want to watch his movies. And so it's it's in my queue. I just haven't gotten around to it yet. So you'd recommend it's it on, despite it, I wholeheartedly recommend it. And it's on Netflix Instant too, which is a nice rarity if you have that. Yeah, I do. Yep. I got that in Amazon Good. Prime. I got it covered. Yeah. No, don't have any. Have you seen it, Killa? Uh, not no. yet. Okay. I'll have to um, obtain it. <laughs> If you know yeah. <laughs> Killer has allegedly Netflix. Yes. I have allegedly everything. Well, this one came from a very specific root point. I mean, when I was thinking about it, because I um, have started reading comics. Well, no, I won't say comics, but I started reading the Walking Dead um, series. Uh, and I bought the the compendium, so I I just got finished with the first volume of the compendiums, one through uh, issue forty eight. So it's like a thousand plus pages of comics. I just got the second one, and I'm all excited to read it. Well, it's got me going back through my old comic collection that's sitting to the right of me right now, and kind of thinking about going back to reread some of the old stories. Um, well, one of my biggest pet peeves that, that, that's ever happened is the the original James O'Barr Crow five part series that was released back in the nineties. I love to to this day. It's still one of my favorite love stories, and it's dark, it's twisted, it's you know, it's it is what it is. But it I, I, it hit me in a sweet spot. So when I heard they were making a movie, I got real excited about it, and I followed the whole filming process. And granted, this is '94, so that you don't really have much of the internet to guide you. It's all newspapers, magazines, etc. So I go with a couple of my buddies in college who were equally fans to go see it, and of course we all knew about Brandon Lee's untimely passing because of it and we're all excited to see it and kind of want to pay homage sit down watch the movie and at the beginning i'm like okay they're kind of making this hollywood friendly they're kind of making this a little not what i want but then the action scene started to happen i'm like cool they're sticking to that you know it's still got the basic story plus a little magic and the annoying asian girl biling um but the last 10 minutes literally ruined the entire experience for me and I'm not going to say anything about the sequels that came after or the fact that James O'Barr completely hoard himself out to keep writing stories, even though it's really a one shot deal. But if I could, I would just it, there's no simple big I mean, there's no big change here. Just take the last 10 minutes of the movie and cut it off. Just stop. I mean, I could edit it right now and make the movie 100 times better. In two seconds. Are either of you familiar? You got really quiet. No, I'm not familiar. Yeah, same here. Neither of you have ever seen it's The a, Crow? I've never seen it all the way through, so I've never seen the ending. I've seen it, but can't remember. I saw it many, many years ago. So, 
Well, again, I don't think we need to call spoilers on a movie from 1994, but um, in the movie at the end, Eric Draven, the crow, goes back to uh, the gravesite and of his girlfriend who was killed on Halloween night when they were supposed to get married. And he kneels down in front of him, puts his hand on the grave, and that theoretically should be the end of it because he's kind of, in, according to the, the movie, he's you know, in, given these superpowers of not being able to die from this mystical crow that flies and and that's so he's he's done, he's killed everybody basically and it's time for him to be dead himself again and go back to the grave and so that's what's supposed to happen well it doesn't he realizes that the main bad guy played by Michael Wincott still has the little girl that he's befriended who was unnecessary and he so he goes up on the rooftop of this church and they have a big fight scene <clears throat> on the top of the rooftop and it just got completely ridiculous. It's like somebody in a in a room was like, you know, we can't have the movie finish like this. And they wrote this extra ten minutes of fight scene just to add the ice cream on the cake. And then after that happens, and he of course goes, and the ending happens the way it should have happened. But in the comic, it's not so much about superpowers, and it's not so much about the big fight scene at the end. It's just about love driving somebody and a lot of methamphetamines and drugs to yeah. Being able to take revenge on the people that murdered his girlfriend, who that's it's a simple love story. And they kind of ruined it with magic and a big fight scene on a church. So magic ruins everything. Yeah. And the the Asian girl that's like, I like the pretty lights. Yeah, if you see it, you'll understand. She's annoying. Biling. Just go away, please, for the love of Pete. And the other thing it ruins is freaking movie executives. I think so. I How think many a lot movies? of times ruined by them just butting their nose in not letting the the writer or the director just this is my vision let me do this my way this is going to be good but no but yeah, you know, the movie J- yeah the movie J-Rob was trying to get off the ground never happened yeah studio execs yeah <laughs> fucking assholes I don't think there was really a J-Rob movie I'd watch it though <laughs> oh, I want to make a movie about Wait, like like a one uh, like a brown chicken wow wow kind of no, thing. No, no, no. A movie about a, a bloke that starts working in a coffin factory. And, yeah, and, and then what happens? And what happens is, well, there's four main characters. Um, maybe two or three of them work in the coffin factory. Maybe two, and two of his their mates. One of their mates wants to have sex with someone in a special place, and so that he takes a woman like, in, you know, like in the ask, back of a Volkswagen. No, no. Inside a coffin. Oh. Just to make it more interesting. So he asks his mate, let me, you know, you got the keys to the factory, let me in. Yeah, we'll go in. So they have sex, fall to sleep, wake up in the morning and she's dead. Then they all freak out. What do we do with his body? So they, let's see, it still hasn't, oh, it's still run around my head. This has been for years, but yeah. Um, so they um, decide to, uh, leave the body in a coffin, uh, ship it off to a funeral director, and, uh, no, maybe that. See, I'm still working it out. But they end up trying to dispose of this body. <laughs> anyway, see, I'm losing it now. I'm ne- I'm asking for your help, Joel. You're the movie expert. Come on, work with me here. We can... Well, that's, a, that's actually really convenient. But, Having sex with someone in a coffin and they die in it. There, there's nothing more convenient than that. Yeah, but it's, it's like getting shot in a hospital. It's it's based around the coffin factory. I don't know why I would want to base a movie around a coffin factory, you know. 
I have no idea. You know, since that's been after year, ten and a half years in one and nearly a year in another. But yeah, mm-hmm. no, I had this movie worked out. It's yeah, it it's all based around. But then there's there's got to be some sort of a like a criminal underground involvement where the person they were with was the daughter of a, a criminal and. Oh, you're going that route. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, you've got to have a mixture of, you know. Okay, what really pe- sells it is that you're Australian, and that sells that yeah. sells tickets. That puts asses Sorry, in seats. I'm just throwing this out yeah. on, the, on the spur of the moment. But, yeah, I, I've been thinking about this for years. But, yeah, it, I just want it to revolve around a coffin factory and someone having sex in a coffin. <laughs> so there's the basis. Wow. That's what you sell to the movie studios. <laughs> I think I think actually Killa, I think that when I come over there someday, which I hope to God is gonna happen, that's gonna be a barrel chicken wow wow kind of situation. Yeah. Somebody's gonna film that. No. That's gonna be offline. That's all private. Whoa. You're not gonna want to share that love with the world. Well, what we can do with Kim Kim Kardashian and release the video and see if we get as famous as her. Uh <laughs> My ass isn't big enough. I don't have an ass at all, actually. It's pretty much non-existent. I gotta eat more fried chicken. I oh, sex in a coffin and somebody dies. There's pl- there, I mean, there's plenty I'm of thinking, directions to go with that. I'm thinking a coffin. Yeah. What you what I call a yank tank. What you see in the movies of American movies, the big square ones, mm-hmm. not the ones I make. But yeah, they have, oh, I've got it, the title for you. Okay, here we go. Go. You ready? Yeah. Coming this summer. Nailed. <laughs> yes. It works for me. That is and amazing. Done. Look at that. It writes itself, Kelly. You're right. I mean, yeah. we'll have to work on this off air, maybe. Yeah, I've been thinking about this for years. I did want to film it in the old coffin factory I worked in, but they've knocked down the factory now, so I'll have to find another. We can, we can rebuild it. <laughs> it's gone. Well, we'll do it in the new coffin factory, but it won't look as uh, dramatic as my old one. Well, we'll we'll use a little set dressing. We'll move your magic. Mm, yeah. We can do that. Are yeah. there any vampires in this? I don't know. Maybe we should. As as they're having sex, another coffin opens up, and <laughs> <laughs> now we're just getting. And they have an audience. Yes. <laughs> now it's turning into a bad porno. <laughs> Oh, we could t- uh, and then later actually, on, we get another criminal syndicate that breaks in and stuffs like 50 pounds of heroin up her ass and gets ready to ship her somewhere. Oh, here we go. This is we're working it out on air. Well, this is going to be a great movie. <laughs> oh, jeez. Okay, anyone who wants to um, back us in this movie, you know, send money, you know, email us at coffinjocast at gmail.com. <laughs> get a if you want to invest in this great this movie. <laughs> uh... No, I've I've thought about that movie so many times and so many different ways to do it. But yeah, it, it the basis runs around a coffin factory, a couple of guys working in a coffin factory. Um and sex in a coffin. So that's that's basic, basically all I've got to but and the person dies, so but there's gotta be some sort of a a criminal element to it, so that's why I say that the woman that dies is a daughter of a criminal mastermind or anyway moving on please <laughs> that's that's about all i got for now i think we've uh 
about stretched out our welcome on this one. At this point, I got nothing else, unless you do. No, um, other than the fact that uh, the comedy film nerds are here in Sydney filming their documentary, I could go into the city at the moment and go see if I can get in their docker, but it's a bit too late, and I don't think I'll have much to say. But yeah, the Earbuds documentary from the com- comedy film nerds that I think we mentioned on another show. Uh- they're yeah, here. we talked about that last week. Yeah, they're here in Sydney right now. They're actually filming right now. They started at 12, finishing at 3.30 in the city. But nah, I I don't think I could do any good, so I didn't want to go in there. Oh, you said you were going to go. I was going to, but I think I'd make a fool of myself, so. Nuts. So, <laughs> And I think there'll be a bunch of people, so. The last time I went to some sort of event where people come from America from a podcast I sort of broke my neck so thought it better not <laughs> no other than that no it's a rainy shitty day here in Sydney so uh, yeah so I'm avoiding that I might what it's nearly one o'clock yeah I could make it if I left now maybe I'll just go do that and promote our show but I doubt we'll make it on the podcast on their docker mention my podcast I'll I'll go mention Mediocre Show or obviously, ob, yeah, Double O Cast. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, seeing they uh, interviewed the Mike and Eric and that, maybe if I mention their show, I might be able to make their documentary, but no, I don't know. I'd just love to go meet the guys. Graham Elwood, like that bloke, he has the same name as me. But yeah, I don't know. We'll see what happens when I finish with you guys. I might just jump a train it's going to take me an hour to get in there so jeez yeah it's a problem i I forgot you don't have a car you don't drive no i don't drive and i live out in the west of sydney now not where i used to live very close to the city yeah it's something that's been running from head all week do i do it or do i not and i don't know i just don't want to go make a fool of myself i'd rather just make a fool of myself on this show (laughs) i was gonna say we do that plenty well right that's fine it's my show i don't mind making a fool of myself on this show there's no travel involved. Nope. <laughs> Just from the lounge room to the bedroom. <laughs> Did you say the lounge room? Lounge room. That's what I... Is there like a lot living of room. in there and a Do piano? Do you call it a living room? Yes. Yeah, well, lounge room. That's where the lounges are. Oh, you call them couches or sofas. Wow. There you go. You're learning something again, John. Mind blown. <laughs> what the hell is going on over in Australia? It's a lounge room or it's a living room. We're going to hang out on the lounge in the lounge room and have some lollies. What? Yep. Come on over to my flat. We'll stay in the lounge room. That's right. That's it. <laughs> you're learning. No, I can't uh-huh. speak in an American accent either. <laughs> <laughs> no. You're going to sit on the couch and watch the television. TV. The tube, right? TV. Not the telly um, or the whatever you call it there. The- TV. TV. Oh, okay. We call it well, TV. Well, we're lazy. That's true. We shorten, short, you shorten everything. Yep. Except my dick. Make that longer. <laughs> wow. 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 Well, anyway, so <laughs> where can we find the show, Killer? All right. You can find the show on iTunes. Just look for the Coffin Joe cast um, on Talk Show as well. Uh, email us at coffinjoecast at gmail.com. Um, check out Joel's shows. You've got 40 going on 14. And also. That's right. Also. 
I'll the say. Sunshine Happy Pants Hour, spelled K-P-A-N-T-S, which is my weekly six-song musical podcast. It just hit the 101st episode One last one. Week. Yeah, buddy. Been doing right. this a long time. Got a lot of shows under this belt. Yep. Under that They just belt. keep racking up. All right. Thank you for joining us, J-Rob. Last minute. Thank you. Last minute yeah. joining us. Hey, you saved and us. you're on the roster now, so we... we this is a cyclical thing. So we go through the roster and we run out of people or we have an, an extra spot. We go searching for a third. So oh. you're you're on that list now and you're just being warned. Yep. Good to go. We'll be Love in contact. It. If we need you again, just make sure you've got your ears to the ground. Yep. And we'll Am I cr- am I crouch spawn in bed? Yeah. That too. Yeah. Um oh don't forget. Um you said we could find us on iTunes. You can also find us on did you say Talkshoe, Stitcher and Libsyn? I, I said Talkshoe. Libsyn, okay. yeah, you can find us on Libsyn, but Libsyn's what sets up the iTunes anyway. But you can and get a Stitcher. Libsyn. And Stitcher. Yeah, some people like Stitcher. Um yeah. and next week, I know this week Patrick was supposed to be on. Patrick uh had a last minute deal due to some bad storms in the area. He had to help a, a neighbor get a tree removed, so that's oh, why we lost him. But he is, is penciled in for Week after next, uh, but next week we're having Jesse on, and hmm. Jesse be- is going to be a trip because this is his first time ever being on a show. He is uh, a burgeoning drag queen, and so we're going to have a lot of fun. Yep. So, so you look forward to that. Yeah. Be my first time talking with Jesse. I'm Facebook friends with with him, but other than that, I. Don't know his story, so we're going to have some fun next week. And yeah, learning. we're breaking his cherry. He's yeah. never done anything like it. Oh, so another interesting show coming. Stay tuned to the Coffin Joe cast. So what's our last song for the, uh, the end of the night here? We've got Rail Rider by Grinspoon. I know I've played, yes. played Grinspoon before, but I, this song come up in my uh, shuffle the other day, and I thought, I like this song. I think it's going to be a perfect song to end <laughs> the show with so make sure coffinjoecast at gmail.com find us on facebook the coffin joe cast please like our page um email us or contact us through facebook we love you all and uh good night or good day as i like to say good day bye bye